How's it going, FPL managers? You're very welcome once again to another episode of the Fantasyland FPL podcast. Daruan joins me once again. We're back from our holidays. Both of us, I was away in Italy and Daro is in Bosnia and Herzegovina. How do you pronounce it, Daro? I can't say it. Herzegovina. Herzegovina, I think. <laughs> never going to get there. But um, yeah, we're back once again and we're ready to get stuck into some action ahead of Game Week 31. Yeah, Game Week 31. So, as always, you can follow us on Twitter at FantasylandFPL. You'll find us over on Instagram under the exact same handle. And any follows on Twitter and Instagram are very much appreciated. And if you head on over to Spotify, leave us a review. That would be excellent also. Coming up today, Game Week 32 planning. We'll also look at Game Week 31 and Game Week 34 because I suppose in the short term, they're going to be the most important weeks for us over the next three or four weeks. We'll be looking at some questions from our listeners. They have some very good questions about when to use chips. FPL Winning sends us in a question that we're going to review in a while where we look at some Liverpool players and what potential they have in the next few weeks. We'll talk some captaincy options and we'll talk about Rashford and Shaw. Obviously, Marcus Rashford pulled up in that 2-0 win over Everton in the Premier League on Saturday. And we'll be chatting about some of the potential replacements for Rashford if he is not going to make it for the game at the weekend. So, Dara, um, you're back from your holidays. Are you well set for the final stretch of the FPL season? Only well, what, Steve. Seven, seven or eight games to go? How are you getting on? Not too bad. Uh, yeah, I think so. Um, getting set up and ready for the next few weeks and just try and go out on a high. It's been a tough enough yeah. season so tough, far. So Very tough season. Really tough. I mean... Yeah, uh, just try and get going. Just enjoy it, as we said before, and just try and finish as, as high as we can in our leagues and, and everything like that. So, yeah. Yeah, there's loads of potential to grow rank as well over the next few weeks, obviously with double game weeks, uh, the biggest one in 34, of course, and uh, a lot of us still have chips to play. And uh, some of us even have a full range of chips, as we're going to hear mm. about from a listener later on in the pod. So first and foremost, let's get into all the action from game week 30, starting with the early kickoff on Saturday. United beat Everton by two goals to nil with goals from McTominay and Martial. Rashford was on the assists and along with Jadon Sancho. Uh, De Gea uh, got one save in that game. He didn't pick up any bonus, uh, but um, I think it was Martinez, McTominay and uh, Malasia who picked up the bonus points in that game. Moving on to the three o'clock kickoff, Stan Aston Villa beat Nottingham Forest by two goals to nil. Dara, it looked like your captain pick wasn't going to come off for you and you might get punished because Haaland... Scored a couple of times later that day, but he scored in what ninety plus four Ollie Watkins in that game. Yeah, I think so. It was, it was pretty late anyway. Uh, I was happy to see that because otherwise, it, I think it ended up being a five point difference between him and Haaland. Okay. Um, yeah. So yeah, it it wasn't too bad, but I kind of, as we said before as well, like I, I got fed up of. Captain Haaland, and I was actually glad when he was injured that we could captain someone else. Yeah. And then I said, you know what? I'll go for someone different. I have nothing to lose, really, and I need the differential kind of points. Otherwise, you know, it's it, it, that might help me. And uh, the likes of Fernandez Day as well might be differential. That's why I have a couple of players in that just mix it up. I have nothing really to, to lose. So, yeah, yeah just kind of enjoy it and take take a few risks. Absolutely. 
Um, so yeah, Villa beat Forest by two goals to nil. Uh, Brentford then in Newcastle, bit of a crazy game. This one, I was following it on Twitter. I didn't watch it live, but Tony had a penalty, missed a penalty, his first time missing a Premier League penalty or missing a penalty in the Premier League uh, ever. I don't think he's ever missed one before. And then eventually he comes along and scores one uh, after different VAR checks and stuff like that. So it was a bit of a crazy game for a while. Uh, Tony scored, Isaac scored for Newcastle, and then it was an own goal from David Rea. Very unfortunate to see that. Uh, he didn't end up with uh, much at all in that game. Uh, really, really uh, unfortunate. And then if you had Nick Pope, obviously, you done really well. Um, so he saved a penalty. He got himself uh, on the bonus points for Newcastle. Moving on then to Fulham and West Ham. A good win for West Ham in their fight to stay up in the Premier League. Jared Bowen uh, with an assist in that game. And it was uh, Harrison Reed's own goal which won the match for uh, West Ham. Leicester lost to Bournemouth by a goal to nil. It looks as if now Leicester are deep in the relegation fight. Uh, Bournemouth with an excellent 1-0 win against the Foxes. Uh, Billing scored the only goal of the game. We'll probably chat about him later on the pod. Spurs beat Brighton by two goals to one. Another controversial game here where there was a penalty claim missed out on by VAR on Saturday. There was a uh, foul on Matoma, which should have been given as a penalty in the second half, as far as I can remember. Uh, That wasn't given. Spurs go on and Harry Kane gets the winner in that one. Wolves beat Chelsea by goal to nil. A great goal from Nunes. Or, yeah, Matthias Nunes in the first 25 minutes of that game. Then Southampton lost out to City by four goals to one. Erling Haaland back once again with two goals. Grealish with the goal and also Alvarez weighing in on the score sheet as well. De Bruyne got two assists. Grealish got one. Grealish actually played really well in this game. And we chat about him also. But, I mean, the, the robot that is Erling Haaland is back once again just uh, forcing his way back into our captaincy decision. So that's probably the way it's going to be for another while. Then on Sunday, very disappointing from a Leeds point of view. We were 1-0 up against Palace. Palace get an equaliser at half-time. one all at half-time. And then Palace come out and score four more times for the game to finish 5-1 to Crystal Palace. So Elise, Michael Elise got three assists. Uh, Jeffrey Schlupp got an assist and so did Will Hughes. Um, two goals from Jordan A, one from Edward, uh, one from Guehi, and one from Eze. Um, goal for uh, Leeds then was scored from Patrick Bamford. So disappointing r- result for Leeds in that one, especially at home. Such a such a real collapse, really, uh, in that game. So the less said about it, the better. Uh, Liverpool and Arsenal then was a fairly fairly decent game at the end. On Sunday, Arsenal were 2-0 up. Martinelli and Jesus with the goals. Martinelli got an assist for Jesus' uh, goal. And then uh, Liverpool struck back with goals from Firmino and Salah with assists from Jordan Henderson and Alexander-Arnold for Liverpool. Uh, Salah also missed a penalty in that game. Not something we see that often also. So, some of the bigger results of the weekend. Obviously, Dara 2-2, Liverpool, Arsenal... City looking pretty good. The time of recording this last night, they beat Bayern Munich 3-0 in the Champions League. City have that game in hand. Do you feel now that City are going to close the gap and really close in on Arsenal and, and, and reel them in properly? Uh, I don't know because in terms of the Champions League, that could take their focus off the Premier League as well. Um, and in terms of rotation, so they could have a couple of games where 
it might affect them in the Premier League and in the Champions League they still have to go to Bayern in um, in Munich so okay they're winning 3-0 so they might be able to rest some players then they probably have to face Real Madrid if they beat Chelsea in the semi-final and then they'll still have a final so the, I think the further they go the more chance that Arsenal have of winning it I think um, in my opinion do you, not think, do you not think City? I seen I seen a stat there recently, and I don't I don't know. I'll I'll send it to you later. You know, but there's a stat that Pep Guardiola's teams, you know, especially City, the City have went on hugely successful winning runs at the end of the season. Do you not think that they know they know how to do this now? They have the players, of course, they have the players. Do you, do you not think that they are in a prime position now? They're the chase, the the chasing team. They're in form. Now I know City can have a, a poor result from time to time, but um, like if you were an Arsenal fan, would you be worried? Of course, you might be a little bit worried. Yeah, I think the game they have to play Arsenal, so that's a big game. So I think if Arsenal get a draw or a result out of that, I think I think Arsenal will go on to win it. But it like City, I think the Champions League, how far they get, will have some effect on them. Okay, I think Pep, his focus, if he was to lose the Premier League, he's won so many that I don't think I think he'd rather win the Champions League if yeah, it was coming down to true. it. But but it's true in saying they're on form and it's a da- it is a danger for Arsenal and we would be a little bit worried. But I'd say Arsenal fans would be hoping that they would keep going in the Champions League. So because Arsenal, remember, are out of all the competitions and yeah. that loss in Euro- the Europa League was a big one for them, but probably benefits them now. They can just focus everything on the Premier League uh, game. So yeah, I I think. I think the main thing is if Arsenal, if City go further in Champions League, and then if Arsenal can get something out of that game against City, I think like you have to remember it's all it's Arsenal's hands really. Like now they're still ahead. Was it five points? Yeah. Um. So I think it's 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 going to be interesting. I'm glad that Arsenal put put a push on them this year because no one else really has. So yeah. it would be quite boring if Arsenal didn't and. Uh, City just kind of did what they normally do because Liverpool aren't there this year. Yeah, United are kind of in transition. Chelsea aren't there. Spurs are never really there. That yeah. top one or two, like it'd be yeah. interesting to see. Of course, that that game between the two of them at the Etihad is going to be massive in uh, a week or two. So we keep an eye on that. So that is game week thirty wrapped up that's all the action that uh we need to look at so let's recap on the points that we got over the week so over the weekend rather so i took a minus four um the first transfer i made i brought in um who did i brought bring in i brought in Grealish. yeah i brought in Grealish uh for hit um so like as I, i'll go on to explain in a minute it kind of did work out a little bit uh, and then the other transfer that I had was I brought in, uh, I think I brought in Madison was my other one, um, as far as I can remember. Yeah, so I brought in Grealish and Madison. Obviously, uh, I don't think the Madison experiment has worked out. We'll get into that in a sec. But um, yeah, I finished on 48 points. I was initially on 52, but minus four gives me 48. So I'm at about 885k. Um that rank has pretty much stayed where it was. Like, I mean, if I have a quick look here at um at the last game week, so in game week 29, I was in and around 782k. So I dropped, yeah, I dropped about a hundred thousand places uh in game week 30. 
So that is obviously disappointing. But look, we have a few weeks left and I have a couple of chips left to play. So uh, I do hope to finish somewhere in around the 500k mark. So let's start off in goal. David Ray at zero points, obviously conceded an own goal, was unlucky for that. Trippier with two points uh, that game, I suppose, they conceded he didn't really have any major effect in an attacking sense. Ben Chilwell didn't start. I found that very strange as, you know, Lampard is the new manager at Chelsea. He had played Chilwell before and probably started him a lot in his last spell with Chelsea. Uh, it was very kind of, I suppose, you know, head scratching to see that he didn't play until the last maybe 25, 30 minutes of that game. So we finished up with zero. Uh, Gabriel with the one-pointer Liverpool obviously conceding twice Saka with the one-pointer didn't do anything in that game because Liverpool really didn't have any major chances Madison with the two-pointer so you know last couple of games he's not really done an awful lot for owners Leicester in a bad run at the minute he probably could be one that would be transferred out very shortly and I don't really have much confidence even if Leicester like do have a double game week in 34 Jack Grealish then with 12 points so it was worth it in the end he got a 12-pointer against Liverpool, got a 12-pointer against Southampton this week. So that was really good to see. He's playing really well. I've seen the second half of that game and he just looks like the Jack Grealish of old that we used to see at Aston Villa. So long may that continue for City. He'll be a good option. Rashford with six points, got himself an assist in that 2-0 win over Everton. Matoma with two Again, probably didn't have as much effect. He probably would have had more if that penalty would have been awarded. He wouldn't have gotten. A, he would have gotten assist. I think he had a go, had a goal ruled out as well in that game against uh, against Spurs. So unlucky with that. Havertz with a two pointer. Chelsea very disappointing in the end. I think Chelsea have serious problems in attack. I don't think they're as good as uh, as they have been over the years. They're still looking for that number nine. I don't know if Havertz is that man. And then finally, Haaland with a 24-point haul as captain. Scored twice, looked a little bit, I suppose, not annoyed, but he's kind of like, you know, I could have got my hat-trick if I'd stayed on a few more minutes because City were really starting to turn the screw. Uh, he would have been disappointed with that. Tony on the bench then, he got four points. He got himself a goal. Ben Mee with one. Luke Shaw didn't play. Uh, and Danny Ward with a zero-pointer also. So that leaves me at 885k. And uh, we move on swiftly to 31. Dara, how did you get on for the game week? I did okay, yeah. I moved up about 29,000 places. So it was a green arrow. I'm up to, I think, 611,000 in the rank. Uh, I got 61 points overall, which was above the average of 54. Uh, players that did well, Watkins, I had his captain. He got 14. Haaland got 12. Kane got nine. Mart, uh, I was going to say Martinelli, but um, Mart, Martinez for United got seven. Rashford got six, and then Marino for Aston Villa got five, and then the rest were average threes, twos, ones, and then Ray got a zero. Uh, so yeah, happy enough. Any time we get a green arrow, um, I'm hoping now to try and just even get into the five over five hundred thousand uh, rank if I can. Um. So, yeah, just try and plan for 31. Then we have 32, which is the blank game week. Then 33 is normal. 34, then we have some double game week fixtures. So, yeah, looking forward to the next next few weeks. Good stuff. So, we will do our best to, I suppose, try and improve our rank between now and game week 38. And uh, like I said, hopefully with chips, double game weeks and uh, just a little bit of planning. We can do just that. 
So players to target or players that done well over the weekend, Dar, we have a couple of names here. Do you want to mm. read off a few of them? Yeah, I can go through uh, the teams and the players. So the first couple of players here I have um, Ollie Watkins for Aston Villa. He's been the informed striker since after the World Cup and he's been playing brilliant. Like uh, He got a goal, two bonus points. They have a fixture in 32 and then they have um, a fixture in 34. They don't have the double game week. I have like maybe a defender from Villa as well, like a Tyrell Mings. He's very cheap, 4.3, someone that you could add in there to um, the defence if you're looking for a cheap defender that plays and might get some points. I've added in uh, March for Brighton. He got an assist and two bonus points. The only problem is he doesn't play in 32, but then in 34, he has two games. Um, we spoke about these earlier on before the podcast, uh, Crystal Palace. So Alisi and Eze. Alisi got three assists, three bonus points. Yeah. They have nice run of fixtures. They have a game in 32 and a game, um, a single game in 34. Eze got a goal and one bonus point. So two of them played very well. Then I have Kane again, three bonus points and a goal, just consistent over the season. Someone that you might think of getting in, but again, he's he's a, he's eleven point seven. They have a game in thirty two, and they have a single game in thirty four. Billing for Bournemouth, uh, maybe a cheap fifth midfielder. We've spoke two or three, four times about him now over the last couple of months. He got three bonus points again, and he got a goal. Um, he's a fixture in 32. Uh, Tony got a goal. The bit of controversy there. He is someone that you could get in, but he's one yellow away, I think, from a from a ban um, or suspension. And he plays in 32 as well. Uh, Martinelli, very impressive again. And Jesus has come back and he's just started to play very well straight back into it a goal and one bonus point Martinelli got the three bonus points and a goal um, they have a fixture in 32 and a single fixture in 34 I saw something interesting there a uh, statistic that since Saliba has been out I think it's Rob Holding has been playing yeah. and he went his distribution once he gets the ball, he plays way more balls down the side of Martinelli. Okay. So it looks like from that, from his distribution, his passing, and when you check it, he doesn't really go to the right, he goes left. And and Mart it, it does make sense because Martinelli, since Saliba has been out, has yeah. been playing very well, getting assists and getting goals. Seems to be getting way more of the ball, and I, I was I was wondering why that is. But looking at that, it looks like Saliba is is better on the ball, and his distribution was yeah. more even and nearly more down the right, down yeah. the side of like um, Odegaard and Saka. If you look at the last few weeks, Saka hasn't been doing as well. He's not getting as much of the ball. So it does make it does. It was very interesting. It was they did a graph and they had statistics, and you could see the passing from holding, and then they put up yeah. Saliba, and his passing was way more even. So. I think the difference with Jesus being back as well has has helped, um, and the both of them will be Brazilian as well, isn't it? Yeah, yeah they will be. That's right, yeah. 
Um, just very interesting. I thought it was. It was. I just saw it on Twitter. Um, so three more players here. I have Grealish and Haaland for City. Grealish has been very, very good, shown his price tag and uh, value for the team. He's got a goal, assist, two bonus points. Doesn't play in 32, but has a double in 34. Same with Haaland. Haaland got two, and he got three bonus points. And they're all the ones I have. You might have a couple more, Steve, that you want to add into that list. Um, did you mention KDB there? I just wanted to mention KDB very quickly because... No, I didn't mention obviously, him. Yeah, so, like, obviously, KDB, his price tag is the first thing that, you know, people will look at. You know, people have Haaland. People have Kane. You know, some people have decided to go with Salah. So, it's very interesting for... To go for KDB is probably difficult, I guess, you know, but he's definitely an option, uh, especially with that double of Fulham and West Ham coming up on the horizon. But um, no, we put that list together uh, before we started the pod there. So uh, they are probably just some of the top performers for game week 30. With with regards to captaincy, then we're looking at all the main offenders again. He really, Dara, uh, Haaland is top of the list. You know, mm. uh, good fixture against, you know, a, a out-of-form Leicester City. Uh, Kane has a good fixture against, uh, who's he got, Bournemouth? Is Bournemouth. Yeah, Bournemouth. Yeah, absolutely. That's It's a decent fixture as well. Leeds uh, play Liverpool. Salah could be in the conversation as well for anybody that has uh, anybody that has the likes of Mo Salah. Outside of that, though, is there anyone else that, that looks to have a decent shout? Um... Yeah, I have Haaland, I have Kane, I've put down Grealish. Yeah. Could be an interesting one. And then I have maybe Martinelli or Jesus. They're away at a West Ham. Then as an outside shout shout. Oh nice. <laughs> person on the podcast. Yeah. Um <laughs> we'll put in Watkins here for their home to Newcastle. So maybe as a differential, you could yeah. put him in there, but tough, tough Newcastle will be a, t- a tough fixture. But Watkins has been playing brilliant, and he's been very, very good. Yeah, absolutely. I think they're all decent captaincy options right. for me. Like Haaland, look if he starts, like he'll only end up punishing if we don't, if we don't, uh, you know, captain him. But the only thing is, you know, played against Munich on uh, last night. You know, will he play again? Like I'm assuming the return leg mm. is next week, is it? Or is it it's hardly two weeks' time, is it? A good question. So. We'll check that out. Yeah, I don't, I'd, I'd, that I'd, out. I'd say it probably is in the next week or so. I don't see I don't see that much of a Yeah, it's usually the week after, but, isn't it? Yeah, so uh, I suppose Yeah, it's next week, the nineteenth yeah. of April. Yeah, so I know I know Byron are training it up. Or sorry, City are training it up. But you know, will he rest talent? Does anybody really know? what Pep Guardiola thinks when he's putting his team together to be honest because we certainly don't yeah. and even, even having Grealish like will Grealish start at the weekend against Leicester that's that's another big question that's it yeah you could yeah. You, you don't know like he could the, the only thing is the uh, Foden is still out Yeah. so it might be a good thing that he's consistency, yeah. if, if, if you were thinking of getting him in it might be that he would start but you just don't know he could bring in someone else yeah Absolutely. So there's just some of the captaincy options to choose from. It's pretty much an open field. Again, there's some good good options in there if you want to go for any of them. With that, we'll move on to some listener questions. We have we might as well tackle the big listener question first, the one regards the chips, Dara. So mm. 
do you want to do you want to go through the question or just will we uh will we give a yeah i can uh, go through the that. question yeah yeah um yeah and i'm just looking here actually before we start that uh i don't know if you've seen it but marcus rashford on the app or uh, on the website the fpl groin injury unknown return date yeah. so it's yes, gone red, so that actually yeah he, he's definitely. Yeah. We don't know when he's going to be back. I, so, I guess um, we should mention, I suppose, replacements for Rashford. We said we would, and yeah, like with, mm. with Luke with Luke Shaw, I would say to people, uh, keep him, keep him for now. Don't do anything, you know. Don't sell him just yet, if if you can, obviously, uh, because they do they do obviously have a double coming up on the horizon. So if you fit for yeah. that, it's fine. But if you want to get rid of Rashford. If you were to go for a replacement, are you looking at the likes of a Grealish? Is that the easy move to make this week? I think so, yeah. Or like if you're maybe like a Martinelli or someone, if you yeah. haven't got him already, because I know a lot of people got rid of him. So I'd say Grealish or Martinelli, but probably make two. sure to look at 32 and 34 just to kind of plan that you're not getting someone that, uh, you know, you want to have a team for 32, but you still want to think of the double... So like the likes of an Arsenal Martinelli or that Odegaard, you could consider. Yeah. He plays in both as a game in each game week, whereas Grealish doesn't play in 32, but he plays twice in 34. Hmm. Um, so that's something to think about for all. If you're using a free hit or if you still have a wild card or, or you're making that transfer. Yeah. I yeah, suppose so- if you get Grealish in for Rashford, he's in the same situation. Rashford would have not played in 32 they don't have a game i don't think yeah. and then they have a double in 34 yeah. it's the same, same. as City. Exact same yeah exact same yeah yeah and, and you know it's a pretty good fixture against leicester as well so just something for people to think about obviously rashford look i mean we see it on the website here it looks like he's flagged and he's not going to be fit i think people probably know at this stage anyway that he's probably not going to be available so they'll make their moves accordingly uh some people might hold on to him but I'd say just for the couple of weeks, they probably might get rid and uh, get mm. in. So that's Rashford replacements sorted. Then I suppose uh, with w- w- in regards to game week thirty two planning, do you think everybody's just going to free hit? Like a lot, a lot of people probably have the free hit chip now, uh, ready to go uh, for for that week, or even um, or even you know maybe just take a hit to get them through. Yeah, would you, like, the thing is, it depends on how many players you have. Like, if yeah. you have, say, if you have nine players, do you save the free hit? Yeah, it's probably enough, isn't it? Or do you still go with it and just pick all the best players? Yeah, yeah. I guess if you're anything under eight, seven, yeah. seven maybe, seven well, or under, say, I suppose, say, free hit. Yeah, they'll say, like, nine players will probably get you through. Yeah, okay. so I think if you're maybe seven or eight, you could free hit. But also, if you the only thing is if 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 you still have seven and you've used your maybe some people have two free transfers. It all depends on that. Um, you could have your free hit for thirty four and bring in all the double game week players. That's another option. Yeah, if you have enough for thirty two. Yeah. Um. It's it's. I'm in two minds now about it. I'll just have to have a look at my team and see, and I'll, I'll decide then, like, what to do. But I think the best thing is see how many you have. If you have over, if you have, like, maybe, if you have eight and then you have a free transfer or two free transfers, then I think you're okay once you have nine or ten. But if you're under, kind of, 
eight or under seven, then maybe look at a free hit. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so that's our opinions on game week 32 planning. Our plan for 34, I, I said before that I'm probably going to just try and set myself up for uh, game week 32 and get through it. I may free hit, I don't know. But then again, like you were saying, free hit in 34 seems like a big option as well. But then again, I have triple captain as well. So I need to mm. think logically about how I want to use that as well. So yeah. I really want to use I think, that at the right time. I think a lot will free hit in 32. So like if you have a decent team and you have enough and you can match everyone else, then you might have an advantage of using it in 34 where no one has it. It could be a big shout, but yeah. but if you have the triple captain, that's probably when you want to use that. So yeah, you might have to make a decision on that one. It's nice to have that luxury, though, to be fair. It's nice to be in a position where you have these chips. So, very good. Um, okay, so the question, we'll get back onto that and we'll uh, try and answer that the best we yeah. can uh, regarding uh, the uh, chips. Yeah, so one of my work colleagues, uh, Mr. Cass Hollands, um, his question was like more of a kind of discussion. Um, he has actually, he said he has all his chips left. And he, he doesn't know when to use them or when is the best time to use them before the end of the season. So we have how many game weeks? Nine game weeks left, is it? Yeah. Eight? Yeah, about eight, yeah. Um, so he's basically asking us when when we think or what's our opinion on when he should use his uh, chips and fair play that he still has them all left yeah. because I think majority of people, majority, maximum yeah. that they have is two maybe then yeah. yeah. a lot of people only have one some people have none mm-hmm. yeah so he'll have a big he should have a big end to the season using all these yeah. um so yeah if you want to give your opinion on that and i'll yeah. talk about so, it after then i guess like if you are if you have all them chips like i'm assuming i'm just going to assume like that he has two wild cards as well um so i mean i would maybe wild cards after game week 32 Set yourself up maybe for the rest of the season, you know, um, maybe in 30, 33. Uh, so I'd say after that, you know, I'll be looking at 34, you know, free hit. Free, free hit definitely in 34 so you can get all the players in from from teams that have doubles, you know, maximize your, maximize your output. You could bench boost anyway, anywhere along the line of the next maybe seven or eight game weeks. I don't think... It really matters, you know, just to, if you have a half decent bench when you're building your wildcard team, that's probably a fairly good idea as well. Um, So then the second wildcard, look, if you're in the last two or three game weeks and you still feel like it's not going well, you can always change it up. Like, I mean, it, it's a very like, uh, it'd be a very strange position to have two wildcards left, but I suppose, look, people have held off, you know, using some of their chips and that's fair enough. Uh, Triple captain, for me, you know, if you don't free hit in 34, there's a fairly good double there of, you know, Fulham and West Ham for Manchester City. Stick it on Haaland. That could be, you know, fairly good. There's a good chance he could score in both games with the way he goes this season. And yeah, that's 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 pretty much the way. That's pretty much the way I go with it. I would I would decide whether you want to use your free hit in 34 or your triple captain in 34, because I think both will maximize your points tally. I think it'll go well either way. But um yeah, that's that's what I would do. I would I, I would wildcard first in the next couple of game weeks just to set yourself mm. up. Free hit or use your triple captain and then you can finish with a wild card later on, maybe in game week thirty five or thirty six, maybe. 
Um, and yeah, that's 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 how I'd approach it. Fair play for having all mm. the chips, though. Jeez, that's a serious going. Yeah, it's some going. Um, yeah, I would agree with that. Um, I've just jotted down here when we we're just when we we're talking about it. Like he has, he could if he wanted to use the wild card now straight away for thirty one and set himself up for the next few weeks mm-hmm. if he wanted to. Um, or he could hold the wild card, maybe use it in 33 or use it in maybe 35, game week 35, I think could be a good option. He has 35, 36, 37 and 38. So for four weeks, set his team up Um, with the free hit. I would say use it in 32 because it's probably blank game week. Mm-hmm. Um. So I would say that's probably the best one for the free hit. For the triple captain like yourself, I think the best option is 34. Um, maybe a Haaland, someone like that. Um, because There's lots of other teams I, as well that you could go for as well if you want yeah, to try something different, obviously. You, but... could, you could look at a United or whoever else is double. Uh, Liverpool. Um and then I would say the bench boost, as you said as well, Steve, any time along the way. But I was thinking maybe like the last week, set your yeah. game week 37, buy in, That's use good. maybe two free transfers or whatever you have, have a good bench, and then just go all out and ha- enjoy the last uh the last game week. So yeah, that'd be my opinion on on those ones if I had the luxury of having them all. Imagine. I- I'd love it. It'd be unbelievable. I'd <laughs> I'd make loads of changes. <laughs> mm. But um yeah, no, um I hope the next eight game weeks of the season goes well for your work colleague and uh, he gets what he wants out of the season. Very briefly then, yeah. we had one question from FPL winning, uh Seamus, who we had on here uh just before Christmas, as far as I can remember, I think it was just before Christmas, and he asks us to quickly review the Liverpool assets. Uh so they do have a good fixture against Leeds at the weekend. And they have a nice double as well. I think they have a nice double anyways. I'll just double check again because I think a lot of people are looking to get the likes of, you know, Trent, Salah, maybe, you know, the likes of Luis Diaz if he recovers in time from, from his injury. But they have, a, they have a double of Tottenham and Fulham in 34. So look, it's okay. It's not bad. Like Liverpool have a fixture in... Uh, 31, they have a fixture in 32 also. I think that probably what makes them a little bit more attractive against Forest. So, you know, it's it's not bad. Um, then they play West Ham in 33, a double of Tottenham and, and Fulham in 34, and uh, then Brentford, Leicester and Aston Villa for their next few games. Uh, what do you think, Dara, of Liverpool players? I, I, I like, you know, Trent and Salah are probably my two favourite options. Yeah, the same. They're the only two, and that's very hard, even like... Even to pick Trent, he's expensive. I was looking like to see could I get him in, but it's just a shame that Liverpool are so unpredictable because they have the best fixtures in terms of the amount they have because they have a fixture in 32 and then they have double in 34. Unlike like United and City and that, they have no fixture in 32 and they have double in 34. Like They have two fixtures and then in two game weeks, and then Liverpool have three. So, yeah, you're probably looking at Salah, Trent, but like both of them are expensive. And if you don't have them, it's going to be hard to get them in. Yeah, there's nobody else really that, that jumps out, to be fair. I don't um, think so. Yeah, like they'll, they'll want to make a, a strong end to the season. But um, yeah, just just unpredictable. Can't really rely on them too much. So um, 
yeah, that would be that would be my opinion on uh, on uh, some of the of the wider Liverpool assets. Like obviously Salah, Trent, they're probably the two that you go for in uh, in the situation for the next few weeks. So uh, I think that's it, Dara. Do you have anything else to add on that question wise, or will we wrap we'll, we'll up have that? To c- censor the podcast and cursing for next ah, week. Don't worry about it. This is put, it, put in is, the beep, a beep and noise. Beep and noise. After, <laughs> yeah. I don't know if we I don't know if we have the budget for a beep and noise, but. Uh, Maybe in the summer, ah, if, okay. uh, if we get a sponsor on board, they can they can give us money to get a get a beeper in. Yeah, <laughs> um, yeah. No, we'll wrap it up at that. Um, so, thanks a million for anyone that sent in questions. Thanks to FBL winning. Thanks to your work colleague Dara. Hopefully, uh, yeah. his hopefully our advice will guide. Shout him. out to Cass. I think yeah. a big Stoke Stoke fan. Big Stoke fan. Wow. Yeah. I don't know too many Stoke fans to be honest. But then again, no. people say to me, I don't know too many Leeds fans either. So there you go. <laughs> Good stuff. Um, yeah, so best of luck for game week 31. We'll be back next week. Yeah, we'll be back next week. I think I think we're good next week. I think I'm on the I'm on the night shift next week and uh, you'll be available, Darren, yeah. won't you? Yeah, I should be, yeah. Yeah, we'll 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 have a chat about game week 31 and uh, plan for the dreaded blank game week 32. So hopefully lots of green arrows for everybody. Thanks William to Dara for joining me on the pod once again. All right. Thanks, Steve. And we'll talk to you soon. Good luck.